0: we are back for another hamilton episode that after the week-long intermission between
1: our mission us-
0: <laughs> see what i did there there mm. we go tackling act one and so you already heard megan Mann, um my co-host i'm your host maddie shook welcome to another episode of once upon a stream and we are back talking hamilton and so we have some returning guests with us so welcome back connie hello And unfortunately, Miss Christelle wasn't wasn't able to to join join us, but but she she is is screaming screaming her feels in spirit. And (laughs) that, but But, since we didn't have last um, week, um, the wonderful wonderful Kayla Kayla Marie is back back with with us since our our Princess Princess and the Frog Frog episode. So, welcome welcome back, back, Kayla. Kayla.
2: Thank you guys for having me back.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It was was a a pleasure pleasure. having you last time, and we knew as far as. Um, definitely, um, definitely that you had a lot of you know, Hamilton, lot of Hamilton, Hamilton feelings, feelings as well. And so, so last we episode, we kind of went through everyone's, through everyone's quote unquote Hamilton journey, but what, what was kind of your journey, journey in discovering, it, discovering it, and it and consequently becoming obsessed it. with it?
2: <laughs> obsessed is a very, um, it's a very mild word, I would say. Um, I was fortunate enough when looking at schools to be able to go see In the Heights, the original run um, when I was in New York, and that was quite the experience for me, and so that's, you know, kind of introducing how I became a Lin-Manuel fan, and then, of course, his stint on House is Legend, and he was, he's just a very phenomenal, well-rounded person. Um, so, I've always been a musical junkie, so when it was announced that they were going to do a play around <laughs> you know this guy from the $10 bill I'm like oh, okay that's I mean whatever um, and I was kind of like okay I'm not gonna you know I've seen in the heights I've seen what he can do I don't know if I'm gonna like fully jump into this and I um, heard one of the songs for the first time and um, I kind of was blown away and like okay so let's go dive in and find some more of these songs and uh, i did which was uh, a very unfortunate spiral Uh, and uh, it became a very quick and fast obsession for me um i did not get to see the show uh, with the original run um but back in 27 was it 2017 yes 2017 um i got to go see the uh see it for the first time in chicago um, and that cast is just phenomenal. and I and, saw and, that cast too! <laughs> They're just so good! Um, as much as I love, uh, I will say as much as I love Pippa, Ari is kind of my favorite Eliza, because Ariana is just amazing. Um, but yeah, so I saw it there, and then, uh, saw it again later <laughs> that year, um, and it's just... One of those things that has been uh, kind of a part and just assimilated itself into friendships that I've made. Connie, that's my Skylar sister. Um, and sorry, there's like stuff happening. <laughs> um, and... I've been able to kind of bring my husband into it, which is a really nice part because he's not a musical person by any means. Anytime I watched smash Glee, he didn't care. Didn't like it. Didn't (laughs) want to hear it. (laughs) Um, And he, he, he says that. Guaranteed
0: smash is very very much much the deep deep end end of like musical appreciation. That's what
2: I had to tell him. Like, that's like, that's, you gotta be like heavy deep into musicals to get into smash. That's, (laughs) That's like very certain. That's, that's like not very, for not the not faint,
0: not of faint of heart. heart.
2: It is not. It is not. Especially that second season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. So he just was kind of not interested at all. Which I'm like I'll give you that. That's fair. And But he does love Disney musicals. And he loves those types of things. So for him to be able to get entrenched and be immersed into the Hamilton fandom was actually really cool for me to see so like our whole family is just like very much so appreciated it my dad runs the Hamiltons in DC (laughs) he's like the president of their little board or whatever they have um so it's it's something that we're all very you come by it
3: honestly honestly. then
2: oh god yeah it's it's it's, I I, I such a deep,
4: uh, deep breath.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Well, I I've been in musical theater since I was a kid, so I've always had this deep found knowledge and appreciation for musical theater, and uh, I think Hamilton was just like a very new way for me to tap into that love that I already had, and I appreciated the world and, and the way that they were able to create these moments, and it's been such a moment with everything happening. So um my journey has been very much so all over the place, but it all ended up in this one place of just being like, I fully enjoy this thing knowing that it is historical fan fiction. Basically, and, basically. and you know, it's not exactly what, you know, people I think that's like kind of the most annoying thing to be like, oh, this didn't really happen. I'm like, yeah, I've cracked open a history book or two. So thanks. I appreciate it. Um but you I don't, do. don't yeah, say, yeah, it's yeah. like so it's
1: like weird so that we weird learned we school of science, whatever.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I can't believe that, you know, this guy living back at this time, you know, supported these things and these guys supported these things with, you know, where we are in history. Wait, what? So I, um, I appreciate it for what it is and what it's done entertainment for me, like entertainment wise. Um and the closeness that I now have with these characters that Lynn gave agency to, to relate to other things I appreciate. So I, I've i loved my Hamilton journey. Um, it's been nice. It's been a nice journey. I found Connie along the way, so it's all good. Not,
0: you were friends before
2: that. that. No, you
1: weren't, you not, were,
0: according not according to, to her. her. No, you weren't, you weren't. <laughs> Well, that's that's fair. fair. We knew each other before that. (laughs) (laughs) Taking, like, that That step step from, from like, acquaintance to, like, that's the cool thing of just with any media of just that there's things like a play or a movie or a TV show that people in completely different areas of the country i I just i find fandom friends just such a cool thing and anytime i reflect on it it just makes me feel a lot of feelings but now we are here and so now we're at the point basically it's been about two weeks since hamilton's been on disney plus and i'd say we've all watched we've all watched it a few times now Mm -hmm. that's putting it at a slight understatement a couple. (laughs) <laughs> you we said it two, so casually like two yeah through, it's
3: only been two and three quarters i've been, I've been pretty, pretty chill,
4: chill. Huh.
0: I, that was I, restrained, restrained is, is respectful but I, also, also as, as far as now, now, it's, now it's kind of at kind of the, the point, point too to where we're getting, getting to like, like watch it through enough that then it's also kind of fun to like just turn on like just little snippets and not have to watch the whole thing because it is kind of long to like sit down and like go through the whole situation but now to just watch like the highlights essentially is one of the highlights (laughs) bless that's so great we we're gonna spend a lot on reynolds pamphlet because there's just chef's kiss but i know last time we kind of focused more of just doing like character beats to kind of center the discussion instead of just going chronological order and um, so I think we'll try to stick to that same format but one of the cool things about it so kind of doing both chronologically speaking is then in act two some of the same performers and stuff you get to see kind of take on a completely new like completely new role performing style, all of that dramatic hair changes and um, cool costumes etc to, kind of recontextualize but still be just so crazy talented
1: i think david diggs as thomas jefferson is almost better than lafayette and i think because he has just a more time in the second half and b i think i don't know everything is just so perfect about his thomas jefferson
3: and to be clear he is not canonical Real life Thomas Jefferson. I can understand that. He
1: is. He's. 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 He's deviant as Thomas Jefferson. Like, do I think that that is a fair. Like, a perfect rep. No. I think it's a better representation. But is it accurate? No. I don't want it to be. I don't want it, it to be. terrible. Because I'm going to be bored if it is. And I would be sad. Right. <laughs> sad. Very, sad. Um, Very um, sad. But it was, really I feel like, like, I don't know, I feel, know. Like, I feel like, like I like I him, like like him more, more as, as Thomas, Thomas Jefferson, Jefferson than I do, than Lafayette. I do
3: Lafayette. He has, yeah, like you said, he has more time and his energy is higher. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's,
1: yes, and he's yes, also, he's just, also like, just like so much more of a jerk i don't i don't want i don't want to say the real word word i was gonna use but um he's just like i don't know he has so much more attitude
0: they're they're swagger like there's just a a, like it's it's where where his his level level of of presence just takes over the stage in like any scene that he's in and because lafayette's kind of like a good introduction and you get intrigued and then you also like you become just impressed with like the rapping talent and like guns and ships, but like having David play Jefferson in Act Two shows. Oh no, David's not just a talented rapper, he's like a good actor and just fantastic performer as well. Mm-hmm. Which now we've been able to see in other projects. The but then he
3: bounces across the stage. The energy is just so good.
0: The energy and now having it. this in H D of just getting to see the hair and
3: <laughs> it's, it's, there's like one little tuft of hair like through the, out, like most of the second half of act 2 that's just like floating by itself in the wind <laughs> it's just, like, I just like to stare
1: at it <laughs> I, it's just, it's so, just so, so I don't know it's, I don't know, just, it's just I feel like I he's like just like so, he's like so much so more, more and, and I, I love, love, love the coat. coat I love his costume and I love when he comes, when comes on with a walking, with a walking stick
3: it's a flamboyantly cut plum velvet suit and it's what Dumbledore should have been wearing. Unfortunately,
1: Unfortunately that's not what we, we were given. given. But. but
3: no. But that is the the prototype.
1: But it but I, I don't I know, know. I, lo- I love think I think co- the it's, one of, it's one of those moments where like, where, like the, costume the costume adds, adds, to, it adds to it even more. more? I,
0: I, I like, like the comparisons for people that are new to Hamilton just discovering it now that like one on Twitter and is like him as Thomas Jefferson, it's like Prince in the eighteenth century, and you're like Facts. <laughs> I love that. I support it. I love it so much. so
1: much.
2: I think what was cool is like when I got to see it now, of course, with the original cast, it's funny because I've seen David and Leslie act together before on Law and Order MCU. Um, So like the dynamic here is completely shifted <laughs> and different. And to kind of see them now in this context, uh, is really cool, so I was like, "Oh, okay, this is this like really works on stage. They they work together really well. They need to be in more things together." Um, but also, you know, it, David is just kind of great. So at one of the
0: yeah, one of the comedic beats that I never was able to like witness through just having the recordings and not seeing like actually played out on stage. Is it when he, said, when France? he said France? France? no that's that's also great but um as as far as the start of washington on your side when like basically burr shows up and starts singing and jefferson just looks over like was i talking to you like just why like why are you here
1: i like i yeah i like that one that one was so funny because he just like he's like he's like uh, it's like that that moment on the the office. office That, that is in, like, every, every meme ever, ever where she where just creeps just up behind him. He's like, oh, God, where did you God, come from? from? <laughs> oh,
2: my, oh God. my God. But Angela sneaking up on Dwight me.
1: Yeah, there yeah, we go. There I don't go. watch I don't The watch Office, the so, so I just, just don't know, know all of their all names. Their it's, names
2: but, but... Yeah, it's a very popular Office, like, moment. Exactly. and It's probably and my husband's favorite Office moment. Like, whenever anybody sneaks up on him, he thinks of that and he giggles. But I think that... That mo, like, I think that's one thing that I wish I could have seen, like, live is seeing all these beats that you're just now seeing.
1: And we talked about that in the last episode because, because so Connie saw 15 15 15 different casts, which is whatever, but, But, um, um, it was not that many, it was that that many. many. So So I was saying, not to
0: like Rosie O'Donnell level, like,
1: (laughs) so I was saying how when I saw it in Chicago, like, there were certain things that I was really anticipating, like, in this that I didn't realize weren't in every show like when they're introducing themselves and she's she like drags out the fact that her name is Peggy and she doesn't do that in the recording but she did funny, it in, Chicago, did it in Chicago. Chicago just like when King when George King performed, George in, performed in, Chicago, in Chicago he like tapped he, like, his tapped feet his along feet with, with the, the music, music and Jonathan Groff, Groff didn't did so I was so like oh these, aw, little, these things. little things I feel like that's feel like for everything, everything though, like, though. Little like little things that you see different casts with like they all have bring something different But I like those little things that you see where you're just like, that was funny. I like that.
0: And so, yeah, it's a lot of fun of just kind of seeing how some of like the different like actor dynamics change with like the different characters too of just, it's so like, especially seeing now it actually played out and not just like through the recording Seeing how vibrant and, like, passionate Oak is as Hercules Mulligan to then see him, like, so chill as Madison. It, it's such a weird, like, dissonance to it. But just, you're like, oh, these people are so talented.
1: It's, like, but annoying how talented they all are.
0: Everyone's just extremely talented and good looking. And it's it's just, it's a lot. It's annoying.
1: It's annoying.
2: Yeah, it's not fair how it's not perf- like like Renee is perfection and it's like, Well, that's I don't appreciate it. Like I appreciate it that you're talented, but ma'am Please this, stop Can we have she a crumb? Must-
3: she posted a picture of herself the other day on her Instagram. Please don't now say it without, makeup. Like, without makeup. Please don't say it without don't makeup. No, it wasn't without makeup. It was just like a photo shoot, so was not, like was a romantic distance real photo shoot. I think someone did at her house or whatever for like grand estate, and she's wearing this like slouchy dress. And I was just like, wait, since when do you look like that? Like you can't look like. I'm glad you don't look like that all the time. Like she looks great all the time, but it was just like a specific kind of great where you're just like, oh. Yeah, don't, you can't
2: pull that out every day. <laughs> what, was annoi- what was annoying is last month when Zoe Bell did her, like, women in Hollywood kicking ass stuff Oh my god,
1: that was, that was the greatest video of, video of all time. Of all I time. watched I it, like, watched 30 it like times. times. But
2: Renee is on there, and I'm like, god, I forgot she also kicks ass at doing action stuff. Like, why is she, I don't understand. Like, how, like, ugh. Man. Also, Thanks.
0: uh like watch recommendation if you want to see hamilton people do non-hamilton things is the get down because oh yeah oh yeah renee is in it and is disco fabulousness and you also get a little bit of david in there too so also just the main cast is enough that's another just crazy talented group of people but trying to kind of stay on point so yeah, we talk about
3: angelica since we were talking about renee
0: yeah let's do it that was a good segue i like that um you know (laughs) so it's a little bit of cart before the horse as far as you know angelica's kind of big act two moment for me at least is reynolds pamphlet so we haven't really talked about say no to this yet but like we can kind of do it backwards
3: she does leave so we could talk about eliza first you sounded so about depressed about and that and you're like Ugh. i mean i just always want to talk about renee <laughs> and, a lot, and angelica but you know we can talk about peggy i mean
1: mariah
4: yeah she switched roles
3: yeah peggy peggy uh becomes a harlot
1: <laughs> and not only <laughs> just a harlot but in a red dress too to really drive, to really the, drive point the point home. home and the red lipstick yeah to drive yeah, that drive point that home <laughs>
0: Okay, so I bring this up a lot, and fortunately, my good friend and former guest on the podcast, Amanda, um, she has taken my point and ev- evangelized it on Twitter since then. But say no to this is what convinced me that Jasmine Cephas Jones needs to play Megara in a film adaptation of Hercules. And because, she, like, the sultriness that is needed for Meg, that brings she can out. Also,
3: rock that high pony.
0: Yes, she can. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Like, it it just needs to happen now, and it's one of those things, sometimes you make a fan cast that you know, like, the chances of it happening, you're like, it's not super high, but now I'm, like, so firmly in the headcanon of it that whoever they do end up picking, I'll probably end up being disappointed, which is a bummer, but, like, it's also just so perfect. And It's interesting seeing, I know I kind of brought it up last time watching Say No to this, um, because it's been so long seeing Lynn in Hamilton mode that just because at this point I've just so tied him in with, like, Disney and, like, Moana and Mary Poppins and just, like, being a precious cinnamon roll with his cute family and stuff that, like, you just see the family friendly version of Lynn that then you're like oh but he has game and like someone recently pointed out that you know he
3: acts with his eyelashes a lot and then I like turned the the, the musical on and I was just like oh wow yeah it's just a lot of eyelash work like he just like flutters them and like looks under them and it's like his eyelash game is is really working for him. It's a Puerto Rican thing
4: (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a man. Of thing. That's man. how they get all of us.
1: That's not and how my so, boyfriend got well, me, so that's annoying, because so he doesn't annoying, do that. He doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm going to ask him why he didn't Rico get that, that Puerto Rican jean. Rico. Puerto Rico. Now I'm mad. Now I'm
3: yeah. mad. <laughs> Just like, where, where's your eyelash game? Like, you need to step it up, man.
0: <sighs> there we go. But it's super funny. of um One of my friends has her daughter's in like 6th grade and stuff and was watching it and it took a second realizing she had to keep explaining no this isn't Peggy that this is another character and oh well what's happening why are they kissing isn't he with the lesson? she's like yes, honey, he's having an affair, like, it's not good. She's like, oh, what's an affair? And then it was like, okay, yeah. pause. I know, they took out
3: the F-bombs, but they ain't take out a lot of the stuff that kids are still gonna have questions about.
0: There's, there's still questions of talk of sometimes men are trash and things happen.
3: <laughs> Most of the time.
0: Yeah. Valid. But, ah, oh, that song is so good. Um, and just seeing it play out too of once again just being the only person who hasn't seen like the staging and stuff of versus like what you have mentally pictured and i know this is going to sound a little bit ridiculous but and this is a very niche reference because only like a few hundred thousand people watch crazy ex-girlfriend so (laughs) it's not like a well-known thing but in crazy ex-girlfriend there's a song called we should definitely not have sex right now and
2: it's one of the best songs in the show
0: <laughs> and yeah, that's I'm kind of like how I, how I pictured picture. basically say no to this playing out and so like they don't fall and do that they just like kiss and then there's just like lap sitting and stuff but it's still like there's just palpable attention in it and it, it's a great number of and she shows like Hamilton goes there which I, I appreciate which we saw happening indeed and also just like Jasmine's vocals are ridiculous um
3: since we're at that part of the play though I would just like to point out as I always do because it is one of my favorite facts about the show is that in take a break which is Kayla and I's, like, song. So, you know, shout out to you. She's the Angelica to my Eliza, and then we sing that a lot uh, to each other on Instagram. But in that song, at the beginning of that song, Hamilton says Macbeth, and literally that's the moment where everything goes to trash for him because he stays in New York and has an affair, and all his financial decisions are stupid and great and terrible and... He makes political choices that are stupid, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna tell everybody about my affair. That's a smart idea." Um, So it's my favorite thing because he says "beth in the theater," and you're not supposed to do that.
0: It's so true, because it's just the turning point. Because up to that, we get the introduction to Jefferson. We have the cabinet battle, which is super fun.
1: In that, oh, that's one of my favorite things. He keeps
3: winning them. He was like winning. And he was winning.
1: I love that they made it, like, a rap battle, though.
3: With the mics.
1: And they, the like, how we like, even did a, a mic drop detail. and everything.
3: The mics are such a good detail. And I was like, oh, they're using actual mics. Okay. Because they're already mic'd. Like, they yeah, everyone's them. mic'd up.
1: Like, no, let's give them actual. To, like, drive, to, like, the, drive point the point home, home that this home, this is, we're going to make this, much this as much like a rap battle as, rap battle battle possible. as possible. And yeah, I love
0: that. That the mics are in a special case, too. Like, it just brings it home. And you're like... So, so it it's, is, it's just it's such cool staging out. in that. And I think, I think one of the things, too, of, like, seeing this played out besides just, like, the recording is that, that like, Lynn's like like performance Lin's really highlights that sometimes Hamilton. So trying to use words so that won't like get our like podcast flagged, flagged but, but sometimes, sometimes, sometimes Hamilton is, like, like a little, like little bit of a turd of just, like just being a jerk to people in terms of how he phrases things and is totally like mocking and will do like kind of jokey impersonations of like the other characters as well that makes it really funny because when he tries to kind of do like the jefferson bounce basically that uh, oh yeah he mocks
3: jefferson and burr at least once each oh like i love it specific love actions it. and i think i forget where i was reading it but i think when they change casts, like because the actors will do something different whoever's playing hamilton has to like know what that burr and that Deve- that jefferson did in order to like appropriately mock it later <laughs> such a good detail
1: i that's like what it's what annoys me so much about this whole show is like all the details
0: There's layers, y'all. It's a parfait of greatness. That's what bothers
1: me. I'm like, oh, just have one thing thing
2: wrong. wrong. No. (sighs) See, but he's a type A. Lynn is a type A. So for things, he's he's a very typically overly analytical person. So there was going to be not a ball dropped in the little moments, which I really did appreciate. Um, Because it's funny, like you say on this I'm watching this one and thinking back to watching the rap battle and watching Miguel Murder Hamilton but like like that role but then also picking up on the little things that the person playing Jefferson would do and he would do it back thinking back on that it's like okay so this is instilled in every single person that takes on any of these roles it's like these little moments matter and i think that's why it works so well Is because that's something that apparently has been preached to everyone that takes on these roles is to remember those beats in those little moments
3: and lynn's a big nerd so it's like he's a type a nerd like truly a nerd and so it's like he's just gonna lace it like the Macbeth joke is a nerd joke guys <laughs> it's such a nerd joke <laughs> It's a theater. So it's nerd. like he's gonna put yeah. layer everything on top of each other, and it's all gonna be like the silliest, like nerdiest stuff. Like, oh, this is a this is a musical joke that only like
0: like sampling the last five years at the know. end of yeah. say no to this. Like, yeah, it's pretty niche. <laughs> like the lose yourself one, like that's enough of like that's just in like the cultural lexicon. But that one's just like a fun like touch, but. Last five years, not everyone knows that.
2: It's neat. I remember, like, squealing when I caught it, and I was like, ah! "Okay, cool." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, like, so the one thing that's kind of sad with Act Two is then pretty early on we lose Chris Jackson as George Washington. But oh my god
1: through it but you get that same moment though as he's walking out king george walks in and he's like <laughs> <laughs> goodbye but before we get to king george <laughs> that's just the
0: runs in one last time y'all like it's a lot just chris's voice i i, I literally can't
1: <laughs> oh it's so good it's so good
0: and I I think it helps of just like having the level of musical diversity that kind of evening things out as far as between the level of like rap and singing of still having some great belting moments because those are things that I, I truly cherish about musical theater.
1: So, but
0: I'm, yeah, I'm you ahead. need those for those big emotional kind of beats, you but know. But
3: also it's interesting how like, you know, Again, this is historical fan fiction, so I don't care about George Washington cuz he was terrible. But like the fa- the way that Lynn true, was true. able to make his farewell speech this like em- like huge emotional song. Like that's how like you made some old dude 1700s dude's like final farewell address into Basically this rousing number that Chris yeah. Jackson can like you know, flourish at the end. I'm just like, but how do you, how do you do that? Cause like the way that they start with like Hamilton saying it, cause he's writing it. And then like, they, you know, they switch places and then Chris is singing it and you're like, Oh my gosh. And I'm just like, how did you
2: no, How did you do that? Because he, cause he's a guy who is very close and loves his dad. Hamilton idolized yeah, daddy
3: issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, daddy
2: issues. So Hamilton had those daddy issues. So of course he's going to give his father figure, the best farewell possible, and I remember thinking about my own dad, military man, while watching it and listening to it for the first time, and every time I, every time it gets to the the actual speech, and one last time, I am a utter mess, and, like, I can no longer do this, like, please let me be for the rest of the day, I can't, Uh, but it's such a, it's, like, a very powerful moment, and I feel like it's that stillness that it creates even before you get to King George um, and how you're able to shift to something as silly as the next song is, I think is the genius mm, and what mm-hmm. works with the placement of songs yeah. in this.
0: And that, yeah, i just really letting, letting that emotion sit because so like so much of this is non-stop and that you're just like in this experience it's just like
3: did you say non-stop <laughs> i
0: did <laughs> but that like you just feel kind of like jacked as far as like going through this whole thing of it's so high energy so to take the moments to kind of slow down a little bit and just really like lean into like the poignancy of the moment really helps just kind of highlight it and then you do kind of have then the next scene is like the tension relief of okay let's let's get back to business of just this is fun musical theater supposed to be fun unless it's a type of show where everything's a bummer but that's not this show yeah
1: like Les Mis, that's a bummer
0: <laughs> but not to, that type of show and so once again king george comedy like
1: ideal, ideal. I. I- deal like i oh i'm so happy jonathan groff was like you know what it's cool i'll come back i'll come back and do that i would love to that would be so fun oh he's so funny and i love like all of the little interactions that he has when she's like whispering into his his ear and he's like who john adams and then like he's doing (laughs) giving her all these directions been like with the chair and everything, and he's like, No, not there. No, not there. No, here, here, here. Behind me. Okay, perfect. Like, ugh. It's I live
0: for it. It's so great as far as of kind of spinning things on its head, of just not to get too much into the discourse of it all, but as far as like Hamilton did kind of take the wind out of the sails of some of the historical figures, of just highlighting that they're like most of them aren't great because comparatively to like my ap us history experience we watched the john adams miniseries that was on hbo starring paul giamatti oh wow yeah that that was in like the tar, the tar and feather scene even, that was intense to watch like at school at eight in the morning but um, yeah alas um <laughs> but it's very interesting of like in history class that you get this like very like revered take and then meanwhile watching this piece of work that everyone's just like making fun of john adams of just like john adams doesn't have a real job anyway which is just such a great line and then oh i loved loved
1: that
3: (laughs) it's just like oh the vice president doesn't do anything got it also it's john adams cool hated him (laughs) and (laughs) then it works on so many levels
0: it's so good. The fact that they like cut it off, but it's like the sit, sit down, John, you bat. <laughs> Beep.
4: Oh my Harris god! Harris oh my Harris god! I love
1: it. Known
3: as President John Adams. The original Adams rap is just so good, and I love it so much.
0: I I was so happy it showed up on the mixtape because mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. But. It's great having like the, those little bits of comedy, and that they really do shine in actually getting to like see it and not just have have the recording. Well, there's still like great like lyrical moments and in the, like the performance of it all, but getting to see it play out's like a whole nother situation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so, just so we're not like constantly gushing, I will say let me kind of dip into like the we know and hurricane of it all of like. I love Lynn dearly. <laughs> Lynn is not exactly...
3: This is how we got to Lynn working his eyelashes. That's how I uh, got there in the other chat. We uh, <laughs> were just like, well, you know, Hurricane happens.
0: Hurricane
4: is not exactly it, you, a ballad when you watch
3: singer. It, when you watch it, you're like, oh, the emotions, and like Lynn flutters his eyelashes. And you're like, I don't even care. I don't even care
1: yeah I did have that moment where I was like oh a singer singer really really we're not not. (laughs) (laughs) but it's also funny our talents lie elsewhere
4: (laughs) yeah but
3: but I also know it's like like, he would have put that in you know he puts himself in everything and people are like you should be in the thing and he's like yeah I should Um, but also like he knows that other people are going to perform it and so it's like all right. True. When yeah. when, when so. someone else, when everyone takes over for me, then it'll be good.
1: <laughs> <I'll be laughs> then it'll be, it'll be okay. It'll be I'm, better. Better. I'm gonna do an okay job, yeah, but, future but future future this, future this person, person yeah, is gonna have, a, is really gonna have a really good time with it.
0: Exactly. With it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Lindsay Ellis, who I love, um, who does great, like pop culture like video essays highly recommend check her out on youtube but um for just kind of a video for funsies recently over easter she did a super cut of the like the big high note in jesus christ superstar of like the of like all these different performers and like either killing these notes or like just being insane floundering but she intercut it with apparently lynn played jesus and jesus christ superstar when he was like just like a freshman or something at wesley and so he's like he's a baby and also just like not doing great but like just intercuts it with like some of the best executions of the note and then it'll just cut to lynn and you're like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry that that was done to you but it just it makes it very funny but we also love lynn of just his creative mind is unparalleled and he's just a sweetheart
3: no if you if he could sing in addition to everything else, like that it would be a problem. It would be fair. It would be, it, be like, My wife would be rude. You have to you have, have one to have flaw. One flaw. Right.
2: Unless, unless I'm... you're Renee, um, then you True. have none.
3: True. You're right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, that's the. I, it's so funny that you, you started this <laughs> the way you did. Because my, uh, my husband has unfortunately, I say unfortunately for myself, he has seen it one extra time than i have cuz he went by himself he was able to get in matinee and go see it while he was in chicago for his week long i'm by myself bachelor week and um he went and saw it and so it's funny cuz he wanted to watch it by himself all the way through without me singing i was like okay well fine we can't watch it together for the first time you watch it by yourself i watch it by like, myself because just i'm not going to
3: like that's not an option to not do that how do you what? Exp- like you just have to watch it by yourself i don't
2: Yeah, so he watched it by himself and we were talking the next day, next morning or whatever and he's like I just, you know, he's like I want to say this, I want to have this conversation but I don't want to make you upset and I'm like okay, it's a musical, like I've been in musicals my whole life, like let's go and he's like so Lynn I was like are you going to talk about Lynn singing because we all know and he's just like okay, I didn't want to offend you but I'm like we all know (laughs) like it's it's not a hidden fact that you know, he's like, but no, and like Moana, I'm like Moana is because he stays in his range. It's kind of he like stays
0: in his range. And Mary Poppins, and he has the cute little Cockney accent
2: to like yeah. cover it underneath the lovely London sky. It's, it's you're like, like oh my gosh, you're adorable. <laughs> there's pop singers that are like that. When, like we don't often go too much into like early Beyonce because her writers were giving her notes that were well out of her range. But when she's in her bag and she's in her octave that works for her, the heavens open up. It makes sense. And she's gotten a lot better about having people work on those songs that do that for her because she's Beyonce. People can, she can literally do whatever she wants. But That's why
1: she's, that's why she's got people, got people like, like in a mansion and she goes from, she goes from room to room, like to room and is like, what have you got, you got for me? Exactly.
2: So, I mean, Lynn, <laughs> now he's kind of cut the, he, with the musical, it's different. Moana, he only had to write it for himself to hit right, those, right, with this musical. He had to put it in an arrangement that works for people to come in, like you said, and like blow it out of the water. Miguel blows it out of the water when he does it. It's great. So I think that, you know, we just, the people that have been saying it, it's not something that we're not aware of. We're very aware. He is very much so a New York kid outside hanging out street rapper that's what he does that's his shtick that's how you know you learn things about him especially when he was on house that's how he was introduced as a rapper so it works for this setting for him to have these notes that don't necessarily work and hurricane is not my favorite like i was watching it what Connie is like a live watch and I definitely went and took a bathroom break during hurricane. I was like not She disappeared and I was
3: just like, Well, I already know. I don't even <laughs> ask why. I was just uh-uh. like, Oh, like, do you need why? to go get something? Like, what was it? I was, no, I don't need to ask. I was just like, Oh, you know, you hear the first like dung
0: <laughs> she immediately got up but <laughs> <Quiet. laughs> yeah hurricane's usually a skip for me when i like listen to the album and stuff but what i find interesting is so in the hamilton mixtape um hurricane is sampled for wrote my way out which is like an amazing song um and you're like oh okay so like the bones of the song work it just just hearing it in the soundtrack i was just like uh it's it's the one you skip but you know even the best of musicals will have like the song that you skip. Like there's yeah. over forty songs basically in this whole thing, so you needed one.
2: You mean like one you mean like one fine day in Wicked?
1: Oh, like uh Oh my god. I always, I always the, forget uh, the the song from the, the song from the last from five years. years. From speaking from the speaking five of the
2: last five years. She's oh, the <laughs> goddess.
1: No, no,
0: I love that, that one, too. but I I think I, I skipped skip skip. the Schmool song.
2: There we go! There we one. go! That one! That's, that's their... I can't skip that one.
1: <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's
2: their Gift of the Magi song.
1: <laughs> it, it is... It, it is... I feel like that's one that, like, one like, like when, when you like, watch it, it's better. better.
2: Fair. Fair. You know what I mean?
1: You know what I mean? When like, watch, it, when you, you watch, watch it watch and you watch, you know, the... You watch Jeremy Jordan be ridiculous, and... It adds. it adds to it
2: yeah he's a very interesting person in that aspect <laughs> when it comes to that role but I, I digress
4: <laughs> we won't get into it for another day yes.
0: that's another conversation so yeah we kind of had a little bit of a side trail there but I think now we're to the point that yeah because looking at so let's, let's let's get into reynolds pamphlet (laughs)
4: so we can talk about
3: angelica and eliza now
0: yeah so we can (laughs) talk about angelica and eliza so let's let's start with angelica all the way from london
3: all the way from london
4: damn
0: (laughs) So, so quick side note of just personal story um time that the like like, the little little, like like, asides and just like ad libs -libs. in reynolds pamphlet are like an inside joke between me and my sister of when we were in like peak hamilton obsession um we would just say those to each other to like make each other like smile and laugh and stuff and so one time we were on vacation on a cruise when that was a thing that people did once upon a time oh i miss it but (laughs) alas we were um getting like family photos done and stuff of like we need to take some like nice photos to like give to the like the grandparents for like presents for christmas type thing and so we were trying to get like genuine smiles and like laughs out at each other so um it was morgan like my my sister was taking solo shots and the person wanted them to like smile more and so i just like stood behind the photographer and went
2: all the way from london damn <laughs>
0: and then immediately <laughs> Um she started laughing and now it's like one of like the main pictures that's like in our grandparents' house and it's like, yay. I know now I know the context behind that. But this song, y'all. I love it.
3: It doesn't have to ghost as hard as it does every time, but it does.
1: But it does. But it does. It, does.
3: it did that for us. Like Lynn did that for us. So like sweet. The, so sweet. Just the way it starts, you immediately are just like,
0: uh, well i think part of it too is it kind of works because this like you were saying the song doesn't have to go as hard as it does but also hamilton didn't have to go as hard as he did in that letter
3: he's so <laughs> dumb he didn't he, is he so did. stupid he didn't he <laughs> didn't like
4: oh God, come did on why, use your brain this is
3: why he's a gryffindor
0: <laughs> you all have watched the drunk history right Yes. Uh, of, of like the Hamilton story when when they cover that, that's like awesome, awesome. of Lynn just explaining, just explaining. of like, it's, oh, then he writes it and it's just like, <laughs> bleep one oh one, like oh my gosh, that's so great. It's <sighs> just like one. It's just like one of
1: those, like things, one of those where, things where, like do you ever like do you ever watch like a TV like show a TV or show like or like read about read about history and you're like, history, how, and you how did you not use you your brain? And you get like upset for things that you obviously cannot cannot have any control control over because it happened, like, forever ago, ago. but um, But, um, you're like, oh oh "Oh my god, you're so so stupid. Why would you do such a dumb dumb thing? thing?
2: This song gives you second-hand embarrassment. Yes! Yes.
0: Yes. Well, basically, it's the equivalent of, like, it's a Jason Mendoza move of, like, throwing the Molotov cocktail of, now I have a new problem.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right, it's just like, oh, this seems to be a problem, but... What I'm going to do is distract you from that one and do something new. Now you're mad at me for this. Oh, dang it. That didn't work out the way I thought it was. Oh, but dip. Literally. Oh, dip. <laughs> now I'm imagining Hamilton saying, "Oh,
4: dip."
2: Um, had the good place been out, I guarantee he would have had Jefferson play let's uh, say Oh, dip." Yes. <laughs> that, uh, that's,
0: that's solid.
2: solid. It would have worked. It would have been beautiful. I would have, would have loved that.
0: Also, the Hamilton references in the Good Place are also great.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, of, of just like getting everyone to really participate in that number, of just
3: literally everyone. Everyone comes back. Alex Lacamoire in the pit, <laughs> just like oh, I will take one. Sure, I'll take a pamphlet. I'll read it.
0: And then having King George prance across the stage. Oh my god, oh my god. god. and he's like
1: dropping it like it's hot, yes, he's like, yes, 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 yes! yes. yes, yes. <laughs> that's, what was, that's what I was hoping for!
2: <laughs> it's great because each iteration, now that, now that I've seen three iterations of King George, all of them bring such a joy to that number. It it's fresh and new each time. And I'm like, I am absolutely here for this. Thank you.
3: <laughs> see she's seen it she's seen a lot of them
2: no no don't no no. no no i didn't no uh, i didn't see it for free ma'am uh yeah uh, thank you, you. <gasps> thank you. We're, you're not winning
1: this isn't like a thing where you get out of it okay <clears throat> <laughs> it's not oh, none of us saw the fun thing with like the kids and they could cool do cool stuff no none of us did that okay so let
0: me get <laughs> folks thoughts because it's not in the show so congratulations like i understand that reynolds pamphlet kind of narrows it down to like getting the core elements of like angelica's rage and it's epic and glorious but congratulations is also a song that goes like it goes hard and it's amazing and so i was so happy to like get it on the mixtape to actually be able to hear it but i still wish i could hear renee sing it
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's a
2: beautiful, like, I remember Dessa does a fantastic job. But I, like you said, hearing Renee have added all of the cadence and the emotion in that would have been like tenfold. And that's my, outside of uh, Kelly Clarkson breaking my heart with It's Quiet Uptown, um, (laughs) I, uh, that, congratulations, is my favorite. By yeah. far, yeah. and you I have
3: invented a new kind of stupid, <laughs> like a yes. damage you can never undo. Kind of stupid, stupid, and open all the cages at the zoo. Kind oh, of stupid. Yeah, stupid. Uh, you truly uh, didn't think this through. Kind of stupid. Ugh. Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna resist reading all of the lyrics right now because I haven't to listened to it in a minute. And I'm like, yeah, that's my favorite. And I'm looking, and I'm like, yeah, that's my read. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you ain't have to say anything, you dummy. (sighs) Anything. 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 If you would just listen to me, we would be fine. Eliza would be fine. You would be fine. Like, I'm the smartest person in this thruple right now, okay?
2: (laughs) (laughs) In this thruple. Oh, God. Someone take Connie's quarantine fanfiction away. But you know, know
0: this about. shows of because this was centuries ago before it was a thing. Like, PR serves its place. If Hamilton had a publicist, okay, but like, okay,
3: but 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 in 2020, we know that people be ducking and dashing their publicists and are out here while in 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 the year of our lord 2020 with quarantine happening so I really feel like if Hamilton had a
1: publicist
0: he'd just bless be their like, wrenching like, his
1: hair out like what
4: right? Like, <laughs> right like
1: they'd be like oh you did something so
0: stupid I can't help you now because I feel like if that was the case bringing it to 2020 like Hamilton would have like posted it as like a notes app thing at like one in the
2: morning <laughs> And it would have been viral by 8 a.m. But that's... Oh, yeah. yeah. If you put PR in the context of even, like, back then, think about how long it takes for post. (laughs) So, like, by the time his PR person would have found out and to get a horse and get post to him to say, stop, don't do this... She also was... Like, Angelica was in London. Do you know how long it
1: takes for letters to get to London? (laughs) Oh, my God, oh my God. <laughs> at that time, literally so long.
4: Like, it took
1: like, weeks, it took to, weeks get to get over letters, letters over there. So I'm how like, like, how was she like, let's yeah, let's go summering upstate. upstate. Like, no. Like, so within like... the
2: span of take a break, there has had to have been four or five months. Because that's
1: <laughs> because that's literally how, literally how long it would have taken for her to send the letter over to London, for her to get the letter, then for her to respond and it come back over here. Yeah, I think it... <laughs> Oh no! Now, <laughs> so it would
3: basically be Hamilton's over it, like Hamilton and Eliza are over it, and they've dealt with it. And it's four years l- later, and they're on red table talk. Like I've been oh talking about god. this, like that Will Smith meme of him just being like, "I mean, we did this a long time ago, and I'm rehashing it because people found out." But like, we we dealt with this. I de- <laughs> oh, my oh my god! I mean, I definitely
2: tweeted that. Lynn needs. I need to retweet it so he sees it. Once verified accounts can tweet again, but see that they can. can. Okay, okay. So I, I I want him to because I want him to write a song called Entanglement for Mariah because obviously, entanglement. Obviously, that's what it was. It was just a series of entanglements that happened, Um, and poor Eliza, you know, just had to get subjected to this. But of course, we get the most like one of the most beautiful moments in the show because of it. I love that you go from we're going to go the dynamics of going from Reynolds Pamphlet to Burn is that yeah. they both go hard equally but yes. in, different in different ways, ways.
0: in
3: literally oh, yeah. opposite oh, yeah. ways like it's just like this hype song where you're like moving your arms around like yeah uh uh and they're just and like to him. and oh. I love that
0: like the last no in Angelica's rant like Renee gets a little like dirty with it as far as that it's like not as like clean of uh, as far as like the vowels and everything to like it adds some oomph that is just needed. And you're like, yes. But then we get just like the kind of cool rage that mm-hmm. you get in Burn.
1: I see. It's perfect. The you wrote me. I'm literally never going to get over the fact that. Lynn and Renee literally watched every single night in the wings her sing that song. Every single single night, night. they never missed her her performing that. They were like, "We're just gonna stand here and watch her sing this." I mean, every night. I mean, yeah. Oh, it's so good. So good. It's so beautiful. I mean, obviously, obviously it's not like a beautiful song for her, like the, you know, subject matter. Um. (laughs) But it's like beautiful to listen to. Yeah.
2: Part of me thinks that, like, had she still been with us, Lynn would have tried his damnedest to get Whitney to sing that on the mixtape because, like, why would I put that even?
3: Why would you even put that in my head, Kayla? When I can't have it
2: because because that's
4: because what you get. That's what you, that's
2: get. What you get. But honestly. <gasps> Like, I'm sitting here thinking of, you know, he's very, all of the the women, the female songs that are within Hamilton, he pulled from a lot of 90s R&B, and of all the songs and albums about being jilted and rejected and, you know, cheated on, that's Whitney's, like, wheelhouse. So now I'm thinking, like, yeah, he probably would have done everything he could to get Whitney to do it on that. Yeah, because Whitney
3: was counting the receipts, you know, she said... You went out to dinner uh-huh. with four of y'all, you you know, six of y'all friends before them. They
2: must not have been hungry that night. So <laughs> that's interesting. It's I, I do love that he's pulled all of that influence and put it into the show. And you can kind of pinpoint the song. He's pulling from Deborah Cox. He's pulling from Tamia. He's pulling from Whitney and he's pulling from Mariah. Um, more, more specifically, Mariah's My All. If you, I've literally done this. I've played yeah. Burn and My All back to back. Oh
3: no, that's what I'm going to do later. <laughs> 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 then.
2: Oh, oh no. Yeah, I've done it. And when you do that, you play My All and Burn back to back. It's literally like, oh, ouch. Like, wow. And
0: when it's, you just want to sit in your pain
2: yes yes sit in it and sit in it and listen to it and just kind of go through all of the minor keys and be like oh okay you know but that's like the beauty of that song is minor chords have such a a resonance with certain people and i think that that's what burn does is because it captures that hurt there's no other key it could have been written in other than this key and it's it key of pain the key of pain. Yes, the key of pain and hurt and betrayal. So I, uh, I fully appreciate also, all of that. Wait,
3: you wrote palaces out of paragraphs. You wrote cathedrals. Like I just, Lynn, why? Well, one, why are you like this? Two. He went
2: to it's... the Mariah School of Lyrics.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like so fascinating to me that like he wrote all of them, guys. Like, he wrote all
0: of those. Those were in and his then, brain.
3: And, like, but, like, they're all different types of songs and genres and pulling things from different places. And they're all kind of perfect. And I'm just like, but but how?
0: And, like, the fact that, like... <laughs> right? He kept writing and, like, stuck with it to see it all the way through. Instead of, like, just coming up with, like, one good sentence and being like, yes, I did it. And then just, like, not doing anything else because if it's one of those of like, like that's such a like great lyric that you sense of like wouldn't you just do like a victory lap and like go get like ice cream or something to celebrate of like i wrote that thing but without actually finishing the song but fortunately like Lynn just sticks through and just lets it like pour out of him which is and then like editing it to have all these influences and great things makes it just so like literal perfection and i think
1: he it's like he just loves music so much yeah
0: so much and i think one of the great things too of like what really makes burn stand out from a lot of like heartbreak ballads is the restraint involved in it because like that moment of eliza's betrayal and feeling hurt from that and what like was done to her like you could have like a different mood type song that more of like your ring the alarm break dishes kind of angry woman like moment of, of just like smashing ish and all of that that's but what that's gets. not eliza and yeah, so it's like Angelica it still gets. stays true to her i'm mm-hmm. just like no and just, mm-hmm. you broke me and you're going to have to like sit with that. Mm-hmm.
3: And Angelica's
0: like, and I'm congratulations.
3: Done. And she's all up in his face. Like, and you did this and you did that. And my sister is mad at you. So I'm going to fight her for her on your, I'm going to fight you on her behalf. <laughs> like, <she's>,
0: she mad. <laughs> Which kind of makes sense too. Of like, it's like the family dynamic of like, when something happens to one of your loved ones, like a sibling, that you're like more mad than the like offended party because like i remember when like a couple years ago when there was a situation of like that my sister got ghosted by this one dude that went out with her like from our church and stuff and i was like on the war path but she was the one who actually like got ghosted and i had to be like maddie calm down it's okay we're, we're gonna <laughs> move on but i'm like no but like yeah and so that's that's what good sisters do and so it shows kind of like the differences between those two characters because you know the like the meme of like the one person that like created like the entire banner outside their house that said like welcome home cheater like yeah that's like a that's like angelica's mood but and eliza's is a quieter rage like there's still like true deep anger and resentment but i feel
1: like I feel like Angelica's is so much more, like, open, hateful rage. And hers is, like, a very, oh, my God, why would you hurt me and our family this way? So it's, like, v- much more subdued because she's, like, no, this actually happened to me. This didn't happen to my sister. Like, this happened to me. And I am incapable of properly dealing with everything right now. Yeah.
4: Whereas the sister, Whereas the sister just
1: blindly angry.
2: Blindly angry. And That's because... That's how it, that goes with siblings, though. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very
0: true and because of like it's so restrained throughout I'd say the two biggest moments of like the perceive you 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 that that part and then the last line of the song just have such a wallop of a punch to it because there is so much like holding back on the rest of the song
2: yeah
1: yeah Ugh.
0: and it is it is one of the songs of like once you get to like that mode you either a like go like Kayla said of just find all of the minor key songs and just kind of like dwell in that mood for a while or you have to like just like pause it and like i can't listen to music anymore of just can we like-
1: get back to <laughs> politics please <laughs> <laughs> it's like i feel like the second half is like oh so emotional yeah, it's a lot yeah, of, of just, you like, You get these, scabbing. like, moments of pain, and then people just being like, "Whereas can we have fun again? <laughs> right, and then the first half is pretty much just, like, all fun. Yeah. And then the second half, you're like, well, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> it's like, oh, because... This cause... wasn't what the first oh, act was like. Oh, is this was a like. tragedy? Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Didn't know that's what I was signing up <laughs> for. Uh,
3: but that's also the, the thing about the, like, historical like accuracy like oh my gosh hamilton's portrayed as a hero like this this musical is a tragedy it is not a like hamilton was the hero of he's a uh, protagonist
0: not a hero right like like,
3: he's not the like the the savior of like it doesn't make any commentary on whether or not like the things he did were good just that they were lasting (laughs)
1: which like right but i think that's such an important thing to note because i feel like so many people View history through, like, a heroic lens, mm-hmm. and that's really not especially how it should founding be. Especially the fathers. Especially, uh, right? And especially if they're on money? <laughs> they're like, okay, if they're on money, then, I like... we gotta
3: be trust on money.
1: <laughs> right! So, hello, obviously they did really great things, but not really.
3: Yeah, so it's just, like, frustrating when people are like, well, you know, this story really, like, makes the founding fathers seem really great. Like, I mean, Chris Jackson, like, belts out uh, Washington's farewell address, and so it's like Washington gets a little away with it. But, like, Jefferson's trash in the thing. Like, they're fighting each other. Hamilton's trash. He makes trash decisions. Like, nobody's an actual hero here except for Eliza.
1: And I feel like that's something that, like, people go into um, certain things with that knowledge, thinking that that's what's going to happen. Like, oh. They're the hero. Well, we need to, we're glorifying them. Not really. Because like as you watch, you're like, well, Thomas Jefferson obviously wasn't that great of a person. Even though this, Even though this isn't historically accurate, accurate
4: but, it's, but
1: like, it's not like they're creating, creating whole, people whole people out of thin, out of air, thin like air. Like people these people actually, actually existed. existed. He obviously he did, his, did research. his research. It's just hard It's for for just hard for people to realize, to realize that, like, that like not everyone's great. Everyone's great. It's true. And that is not Lynn's fault. It's not. It's not. It's not it fault. is not his history's fault. It is history's fault for not teaching that. Boom, us that. Rose Boom. Rose
3: did. did. Lawyered. <laughs> 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 Alright. And then, well, there's and then more sad. Like, because you get, like, a brief a,
0: reprise before, brief. like, the briefest, of, the briefest. Like, of relief before even further pain. Philip, man. Anthony Ramos, just... Anthony, man... <sighs>
1: Ugh! I literally, I, literally, I watched, I watched a the movie the other day. Oh, I watched Birds of Prey the other day. And um, and um, before that, you know, obviously they obviously run trailers, they run trailers and before and DVDs and everything. And, and one, one of them was, them was, in, the was in The Heights. And I'm like, You're so good in this good trailer. In this trailer. Just, the tra- just the trailer. trailer. Like, like. I know you're in the whole movie, but like, ugh. I don't know if I'm ready for that because you're so good. So and he was so good in Stars. Ugh! feels
2: he's good in like everything he's such a nuanced like performer and actor um unfortunately like watching him be lawrence has been kind of tainted because he kind of plays that same character when he's in she's gotta have it on netflix um so it's funny so i just picture lawrence just with gold chains and gold teeth which is great uh <laughs> <laughs> and just being completely out of pocket but um well, Anthony is just one of those people that is naturally talented. He may not have been, like, technically trained like everyone else, but he is so, like, entrenched in knowing that he's talented but doesn't show off that he is. And I think that's what makes him so likable. And it makes it even tougher um, when he's Philip to watch because you're like, oh, I really like this kid.
1: And then you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I do, like, I do like that part, though, when, like, he's nine. <clears throat> he's nine. I he stands up,
3: up and <laughs>
1: <laughs> And then he, like, stands up and, like, gets really excited to, like, nervous to rap. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah! And then, you know, you can't write mine! And he's, like, super stoked on it. Oh, I love it. It's just precious. And then I'm... Um, we
0: once again get to see miss ariana debose as basically the omen of death because philip no, philip is literally flirting with death mm-hmm. and so before the pain comes oh boy <laughs> so bringing back to the hamilton mixtape i love that basically because she's kelly clarkson and her voice is amazing that like they already knew they wanted her to be on it but kelly clarkson had never seen hamilton so they just like sent her for, like hey we want you to like be a part of this and she's like oh i heard it's like a really big thing so yeah sure what song do you want me to do and then they sent her it's quiet uptown and so she has no context for the show she's so the way she talks about it I was just like so then you just sent me the saddest song like, ever <laughs> i was like Okay, I'll, I'll sing it. But like, this is so sad. <laughs> wow, so it would have been. I love worse.
1: Kelly Clarkson it so just would
3: much. Have been worse if she had been like fully looped in on like how sad it needs to be.
2: <laughs> this woman <laughs> has written some of the most. That's R- R- the. <laughs>
1: in music history and he gave her
2: this one and not expect me to fully break down in tears in my car when it released the morning while i was on my way to work yeah i i remember (laughs) that moment that morning on twitter was a morning because he's like oh okay so we're gonna announce you know here's kelly's version of it's quiet uptown enjoy and i'm in the car on the way to work and it's like I wanna listen
0: because I know Kelly's <laughs> vocals will be great, but also
2: And then I'm hey. sitting, yeah, so then I'm sitting there and I'm just sitting in traffic and I just in tears and I'm like, oh no. <laughs>
4: like, oh no,
2: this is not okay. <laughs> like why why are we doing this to everyone? <laughs> <clears throat> I
0: love it. And then still like besides just Kelly's cover of just this song, like it just, it guts you.
3: Renee just, like, does the thing. I think I didn't realize for, like, my first, like, few listens that it was Angelica, like, narrating the song. I was just like, oh, duh. Like, I feel so stupid afterwards, but I was just like, I think I, for a minute I was like, is that Eliza? But then it didn't make sense. And then I was like, oh, because, because, duh, it's Angelica, like, coming home to be like, these two that, you know, people that she really loves are, like, going through this really hard thing, and they're, like, separated, and the only people they really have to lean on in this, like, really sad time is each other, which is just, you know, more pain! Yay!
4: Yay!
2: Yeah. Can we get back
4: to politics? (laughs) Please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is also like it's so great of just that it serves the purpose of like what it needs for like the musical and just what the audience needs as well of like we need a break because once this again has there's still more sad stuff coming but we need enough of right, a break like, know to like we
3: story ends in sadness like the man is killed in a duel like that's the one thing people know about Hamilton <laughs> right and it's like oh you mean this sad thing happened and then that sad thing happened and then he died i thought we were just gonna kill him no okay (laughs) no
4: that's
0: not how this works it's it's kind of like as far as the way like philip's death hits you it's when like a big character death happens in like a like episode like 16 to 18 range and you're like major character does happen in either episode 9 or episode 23 I was not prepared for (laughs) essentially like like you're thrown off guard no it's too early so if this is happening in episode like 18 what on earth does the finale hold for Mm
3: -hmm. us Mm -hmm. basically (laughs) which is betrayal political (laughs) betrayal
1: (laughs) Oh my, god. Yeah, oh my god that's like, I, that's one, like of one, of one of the best parts i, parts feel, I feel like in, like in um act like, two like you have that, you have that whole, whole song and, and aaron burr, burr is like like so, like he's getting so he's getting excited because so like, oh, they're like yeah, oh yeah i want, I want, to, to, I want to have a beer with him in that moment when he like goes oh yes oh that killed me so i realized we completely skipped over room where it happens
4: yeah yeah i
1: didn't want to mention it it's like in the
3: political part that we're now talking about we okay
1: so it ties in
3: emotional stuff And all of the, like, family, like, drama. And now we're doing all of Hamilton's, like, political drama, which is kind of happening at the same time, but is the actual reason why he dies. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: But I love that, like, that whole thing. And then one of my favorite moments, though, is when uh, Jefferson looks at him and he's like, you could thank Hamilton for that endorsement or whatever it is, that, like, specific line. I was like, ooh, that was cool.
3: Yeah, that's a moment where the audience is supposed to go, oh, like, I really... But I like- love that.
1: That's what I love about watching it, yeah. is that you have those, like, certain little moments where Jefferson will say something, or, um, oh, there was another moment where everyone went, oh, like, the whole crowd, when you hear them say that, you're like, yeah, see, that was meant to have that impact. Right, mm-hmm.
3: and that's the thing that's really hard about watching it in on Broadway in, like, a really white Broadway theater, because, like... Broadway audiences are so... You know, you 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 sit there silently and you clap along when they do the thing. You're at the you theater. A, yeah, you give a standing <laughs> ovation when they sing really well, and then it, you sit down and you wait for them to do the next song. But like Hamilton's influences are call and response influences, so it's like it's not meant to be played without getting right reaction from the crowd. And like that's the thing that actors on Broadway and on stage talk about anyway. Like the energy of the crowd while they're watching move, like watching the stage play or the musical, like you know gives the actor energy but it's like 10 times that when it comes to this play and like hip-hop and just like black you know genres of music which is like it's so rooted in call and response and so like during the cabinet battles when they're insulting each other like they have the audience on stage like saying like oh, because they want the audience in the crowd to do the same like even at the beginning um I forget what uh, Anthony says, but he's just, he was, oh man, what's the line? Where he's just like, um, it's not the Showtime one, but he says something at the beginning that like he, um, and I don't know, I don't remember if he does it in the recorded version, but I think he did when I saw it. It was just like, he does it to the audience as well, like in a fourth wall breaking kind of way, where it's like, you're allowed to, to talk and to like, not talk, but like you're allowed to interact and engage and like react to these things In a more exuberant way than like Broadway normally allows and so it's really great watching it at home or with teenagers because they know how
2: to do the oh Oh! I mean that even goes back to you know a winter's ball and them ending it going into helpless it's the three of them doing the dance saying hey and interacting with the audience
3: yeah yeah Yeah, Lynn's like sorry to whoever in the fourth row I winked at every night
2: yeah (laughs) <laughs> Who well, I was flirting with? <laughs> was
3: so funny, you said that.
2: I I mean, those things make. I, that's why I have more fun. Um, I had more fun doing plays that broke the fourth wall, and I think that that's one thing that is what makes an experience different going to the theater or doing or going to see a musical is seeing how they're able to break that fourth wall and make it relatable and make you want to break you know join in and and do that and they leave you numerous opportunities to do it especially when it comes to king george that's like the number one that's like i'm going to interact with the audience as much as
4: possible
3: yeah he's he's I think the one character I mean like Burr is kind of talking to the audience because he's narrating the thing but King George is like literally like oh you guys hi I'm gonna tell you that I hate them and they're gonna die okay (laughs) because he's like everybody like he means everyone like the whole audience everyone sing along I
1: just love like uh, I just love that like there are so many moments Where, like, you can audibly hear the crowd go, oh, because that was, like, that was meant to be a burn. It was meant to be in there.
3: (laughs) And that's why it was so important that they filmed a version of it with a live audience and not just, like, filmed it on stage with no one in the audience, because they filmed it a a few times so that they could... Yeah, I I read it was, like, they
1: filmed during two matinees they filmed, then they filmed just like crane shots without an audience then they filmed, like there were so many different like parts to filming this, mm-hmm. and I was like man, if you hadn't, cause like after the room where it happens, like you're just watching Leslie Odom Jr stand there for like three <laughs> minutes while everyone's clapping yes. <laughs> like, you know that whole room is standing up, and he's just standing there like, oh when does it end, when does it end when does it end, and so it's like Oh, if you didn't have those moments, though, I don't think it would have... It would hold as much gravitas as it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, the weight wouldn't be there. Yeah. And those little moments where, like, you're... Like, you hear the crowd laughing so hard, or you hear them, like, really laying into, like, the... Like, if you didn't have that, I don't think it would... It would, um... What's the word I'm looking for? It's gonna be... Translate so well. It was a simple word, but here we are. Um... (laughs) i don't think it would have translated as well yeah and like
0: kind of getting back on track a little bit i love too as far as of kind of the blend of energies because there are so many like quiet moments throughout act two that room where it happens is kind of it's the jazzy showstopper number of like it's the most like quote-unquote traditional broadway as far as i think there is a jazz square somewhere in there I, i'd have to relook at the choreography again but like really leslie's talent just gets to shine through this whole thing and because once it just kind of builds up to the end of basically it's Bird coming into his zone of like i'm actually gonna do something to like further my goals and not just like stand back and watch other people like do stuff that i'm going to play active role in my own narrative and so it is kind of where previously all of the other performances even because even the emotional part of wait for it he's still not as like on fire as like towards the end of room where it happens because that's where you get like he's really in like the choreography you have like the, the cool moment where they take away the tablecloth and he's like just going for it of like singing hard and dancing around and just like in it you know but that is the interesting thing of just seeing it of like through that number is i know we kind of already talked about lynn as hamilton kind of mocking jefferson a little bit but the moment where You do get to kind of see Hamilton make a dig at at Burr as far as like mocking the wait for it whole thing. It kind of just further highlights of, oh, there was a level of like petty animosity between these two that just kind of forecasts where things were seemingly destined to lead to. The
3: definition of frenemies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The definition. They should be in the dictionary. I
1: love it.
2: I mean, but that dynamic is like, I kind of, I guess what kind of sells everything and pulls everything together. Um, And they, they have that like tit for tat thing and it's natural. And then once you add in those little moments that are like scripted, um, it takes it to like an entirely different level. And that like gives you an appreciation for the way that they have the ability to read each other. Because, like you said, even with Lynn doing the wait for it in Room Where It Happens, it's the way he does it. It's the point of the finger. It's the raise of those eyes. He also acts with his eyebrows, too, Connie, not just the eyelashes. Um, very true. Very <laughs> but true. Mm-hmm. It's like when he goes to, he does that, he, he puts that finger up and he goes, wait for it. And it's it's very taunting and to get that extra fire, as you mentioned, that Burr needs to continue where his journey is going um, throughout the second, you know, through this, the through the last act, it's kind of like, oh, wow, okay. So it, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting to kind of see it play out and how they are able to um, bring all of that just to those moments and have those beats because it makes for the viewing experience to be very interesting where it does play like a TV show or it does play like a movie um, outside of it being staged on a stage. I think that that's what makes it exist differently than any other musical.
1: So true. I love that. That was, why'd you say it so beautifully? Why'd you say it so beautifully when none of us did? Because she's Kayla and she's brilliant.
4: <sighs>
0: <sighs> I, loved, I loved it. Yeah, and so... It really is, as far as fascinating, as that you do kind of get to have that, that big moment, and then from there, like... Because Burr has kind of been like a passive, almost pseudo-narrator at this point, but towards this kind of the last little string of songs and everything, Burr is kind of the one that's like driving the, the plot around. Of between, you know, Skyler defeated as far as kind of making his way into um, like political circles and all of that, but to then bring it into the election of 1800.
3: Oh, he- is I mean okay so it's just like I was gonna say like he kind of becomes the protagonist of act two because a lot of things oh that's not true they're both protagonists because like a lot of things they like drive their own plot forward but it was just made me think about like when you're writing a character or like a story you have to like make sure that the 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 lead is uh like driving the story instead of like having things happen to them and so it's like I guess that also has to happen with the antagonist, because they're the protagonist in their own story, and it's more uh, level in this particular story, the way that they're, like, paired against each other, and so it's just like, Hamilton, you know, destroys his own career because he's stupid and horny or whatever, <laughs> and um, Burr had to figure that out, like, he was so passive in his own life, he wasn't the protagonist in his life and so like he was like oh i have to do that and then and then he makes some terrible decisions
1: truly terrible it happens sometimes we make really bad decisions i mean not like that but you know yeah
0: and then it just kind of gets into it that I, I love the sheer pettiness that's involved in Your Obedient Servant of just, like...
3: I wish at- it were longer. Kayla and I talk about this all the time, because, like, the, the the minor chords in that song just are so good. are <laughs> just like, wait, I can't get one more stanza? Like, just
2: one more. That's all I need. It It's one of... <sighs> I wish I could explain how that song makes me feel the first time I heard it. I kept replaying it. It's not that long. I was like, okay, so we're just gonna put it on a loop. It's fine. We'll, we'll exist. We'll be okay. But yeah, that... Oof. Oof. Oh, oh, man. Like, and then, like, the cadence. I think it, it's the it's the key in which the song is written, but it's also the cadence in which they carry themselves through it. Um, yeah. especially the diction on each word. It's just like because <laughs> um, they're so, so
3: like, like Maddie just said that's so petty. So they're petty. so mad. <laughs> it's just like well, it re- like I like the
4: have
2: the honor them, to be <laughs> the two of them going back and forth is like essentially uh, uh, your obedient servant is like the climax of a Real Housewives reunion, like. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just love any way way to tie tie in 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 the the Real Housewives, that thrills me.
2: But I mean it is, like you see like they're going back and forth, but this is like, you someone going, Okay, well I see that and I understand what you're saying, but I remember we can roll back the tapes. That's essentially like what Hamilton did was he pulled a roll the tapes back. Did you not watch this season?
3: That's like- The last 30 seasons? (laughs) I have 30 seasons of receipts right
2: here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm... My, oh my god, it's so true! But in my head, I'm, like, picturing, like, a Hamilton real wife, like, a real, like real housewife entrance. <laughs> and,
1: like, and sitting like, sitting on the, on the couch, couch she's like, and she's like, and he's like, do you need... Here, here i And then he pulls out something from behind, something from a, behind
4: pillow. a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and and so he's sad. like, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I bet you didn't I think I would have this. this. But
2: it's so... It's like... The pettiness of everything that he has done his entire life to show up is now here and laid out. And, you know, it's also pointing out that also Hamilton is not the instigator in this. And this, this is true. It, this entire time. And it's also Burr playing, like, of course, we're listening to Burr. I'm the victim. It's my, like, he made me the victim. But also, it's kind of that narrative of like, you can only play the victim for so long and till you become the actual villain. And that's what Burr did. He let everything get to him until he said, okay, well, I'm going to write you a letter. I'm going to be the catalyst that starts this. Outside of, you know, Jefferson just being petty. Outside of that. But I think that that is like such a great theme that they were able to expand upon is that you know by the way yes this all seems like Hamilton did all of this but also like Obedient Servant is the song where you're like oh Bert Ashley is terrible because he could have just sat there and ate his food. Truly. He was like
3: <laughs> well the man is over there and he hasn't been really doing anything. He like, you know, said some stuff politically about me that he probably shouldn't have and that I really don't appreciate. But if if Burr had just moved on with his life, Mm -hmm. this is his Reynolds pamphlet. Like, you idiot, you didn't have to do this part. Because like, yes, he survives like longer than than Hamilton does, but like, dude, you're the vice president who shot a man's death. Like, what kind of legacy is that?
1: that's a really awful legacy you know? to have like i mean i mean he's lucky Dick and then Kane you get all, all the around. weird history stuff of what burr does afterwards that you're like
4: yeah he's,
0: he's
3: messed like, up yeah, like okay. he has some trauma from that he like killed his former friend and then the rest of his life he just wanders around uptown in new york his daughter gets kidnapped or like lost at sea or whatever and it's just like yeah because Just trying to take decision. over mexico at one point I don't know He have a lot of stuff bird did a lot of stuff <laughs> and it was just like because yeah an idiot <laughs> a petty idiot
1: yeah i feel like most of this musical could like be summed up with pettiness
4: like because honestly
3: hamilton arrived in new york because he was petty <laughs> he was just like well i'm gonna write a million essays and be like this is why I deserve to go to America thank you
1: (laughs) right like everything is just so like this whole musical is predicated on pettiness there's no other I don't think there's any other way to say that
2: there isn't it's all it, it all exists to kind of like history is about pettiness (laughs) <laughs> That's all it comes down to, like, you go back and think are of, flawed you, and... just, you know, people are flawed, and people react, and st- it's a, also, like, people are, it's also about, the play is also big on the reaction factor. And people that think before they, that that don't Mm -hmm. think before they react. I was like,
1: like, who thought before they reacted in this play? That
3: they don't think before they But it was Burr until this last moment. Like, Burr was thinking before he would act. And then he wouldn't do anything. And then he's like, oh, I should take some, like, leadership in my life. And that means shooting a man.
1: Yeah that's, yeah, that's that's definitely where the like place I go. He went all the way first. to 100.
3: He was literally on zero. And instead of making a pit stop at 50, he said, I'm going to 100.
1: <laughs> I, I will go all the way, all way, 100. The way to 100. You can't, can't stop, stop me. me. It's, fine. it's fine. And then and he's going to die. Gonna die.
3: <laughs> <sighs> Gotta love and then history. He, and, then, and then time freezes.
2: True. true. And then time freezes. Time true. stops. He's always wanted more time. I hate you, Kayla. <laughs> wow. wow. That,
4: that was, was a lot. lot.
2: Wow. Yeah.
3: Wow! He no. He's always wanted more time. Oh my gosh. gosh. I um, I hadn't thought of that.
2: Really? Mm-mm. No, because I think that's like the one
3: thing. <laughs> I think it's on, no, it's absolutely on purpose, but I also was like, if I knew that, I forgot it. Yeah. So now it's like hitting me again because like there are so many of these things in Hamilton that it's just like details mm-hmm. and so you just suddenly remember them and you're like oh I forgot that one because I like put so many other
2: ones in my brain. That's the one that sticks with me the most. As much as he has wished for he's always gone non-stop and in this moment he chooses to slow down.
4: Mm -hmm. and to
2: freeze and stop and and think and reflect and this is not the moment to reflect this is the (laughs) moment to maybe not put your trigger to the sky (laughs) like maybe stay grounded in this moment and no and so he's thinking he's got all this time and he doesn't he's always wanted the more time and while he thinks he has it he doesn't in this moment and he's gonna go off and die, you know, days later. Which, you know, every time I think about that, the hell back in the day? Like, Ooh. agony of a gunshot for three days?
3: Yikes. Yikes. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah. And,
3: like, <laughs> he was in New Jersey. They had to sail him across
4: the stop. You,
1: you just brought up something I'm so excited about, because when he was talking to his son about the duel, and he's like, you're right, you're right. everything is legal in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I had to pause, pause laugh, laugh so, so hard, because hard because I feel like New Jersey, New Jersey is such is a lawless, lawless land, land. <laughs> <laughs> like, Listen,
3: I- Hamilton the story is such a New York story but also Lynn is such a New Yorker that it's just like, there's nothing I mean, there are lots of things wrong with New Jersey but there's nothing really wrong with New Jersey that isn't like wrong anywhere else or wrong with New York or whatever but New Jersey is the armpit of New York City. It's, it's just like every just, region as has a New another Yorker,
0: close right. by region that and you as as make New Yorker, fun
3: of. You just have to like rag on New Jersey. You can't be nice. And all the people who live in New Jersey like to pretend that they live in New York or like they work across the river and they work in New York. And it's like, okay, but you live in New Jersey. Everything is legal in New Jersey. <laughs>
1: That part, part kills me. like, like he's, not he's, wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. He's not wrong.
3: He's not wrong. I've been to, I forget if I've been, like, on the, like, spot where the duel happened, but I've been, like, been near there, and it's just like, ugh, you gotta cr- cross that river while you're bleeding to death and, like, getting an infection. Oof, no. I mean, I
2: will say this, because Connie knows. So the second time that I saw uh, Hamilton was the week that my husband proposed and oh, we, cute. yeah we saw it in chicago and then he surprised me and flew us to new york um you know where connie and i first met in person after years of being friends online and um like apparently i was so stubborn because he kept trying to say let's go across the bridge let's go to jersey i'm like Okay, so you've never been to New York like New York proper before so let me explain something to you I'm not going across the bridge to New Jersey. I've been to New, <laughs> New Jersey. I'm not going to New Jersey.
3: There's nothing special about New I have
2: very there's many. There's not. Because like there's I have because okay, so I'm just gonna be very frank about someone as a Latina My people Dominican and North Puerto Rican. We like to settle in a couple of places We settle in <laughs> oh, Miami we settle in uh, California sometimes. We settle in New York, but mostly we settle in New Jersey. So I have cousins in New Jersey mm-hmm. that I used to go and visit. I don't love to, but I did. Um, and he was like, oh, let's just go across the bridge. Let's go to New Jersey. And I'm like, I'm not going to New Jersey. There's no way you're going to get me to go to New Jersey. So he ended up proposing in front of the Alice in Wonderland statue in Central so Park. That's so cute. Which makes sense because it's my favorite book of all time. He was trying to get me to go to Weehawken so he could propose where Hamilton was shot.
1: Oh <laughs> my god!
3: I'm really glad that you said no. To the location change, he
2: was like <laughs> he came up with a better second plan. <laughs> he was like you ruined it. I'm like baby, no. I made it
0: better. <laughs> I made it
2: better. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs>
0: because otherwise if it was Weehawken, you wouldn't have gotten the type of tears you wanted a proposal like
2: you would have been, like, would have been like why are we, are we here why are we in weehawking out w- and i would have gotten it immediately i would have been like oh okay this is not the spot but yeah give me the ring okay cool <laughs> like we've been doing this long enough of course we're getting married but like I think that that was, like, for him, and I get the meaning. Like, Hamilton is something that brought us closer together. I got him into it, but I was like, like, the man literally, like, his son died here, and <laughs> he was shot here. Like, I don't know. And he was gonna take me to the hill. I was like, okay, first of all, that's creepy. Um, <laughs> Also, I don't do ghosts, and I don't know what's gonna put there, so that's cool. I don't want to bring... Uh, (laughs) Philip back with me, so I think I'm good.
0: Um, In the spirit of adulterer Alexander Hamilton into our relationship.
2: (laughs) Right? So, yeah. I mean, like, as much as I love Hamilton, it's like, that's that's too far.
4: That's
2: like finding where they shot the last five years and knowing that Still smiling is my favorite song. He would be like, "I took you to the camp setting and the the dock that they were sitting on." I'd be like, "Okay, this is where their love died." Like, don't
4: this, this is where their love died. died.
2: Like, like, symbolism is everything. Like, it's like what? when people perform
3: satisfied at weddings.
4: Yeah, Bye. Like, Bye.
3: Last week that? Flake. Exactly. Like, why would you? Like, you I need you to pay attention to what the song is.
0: You can sing it up to from your sister, and that's it. Like. (laughs) So, line one. (laughs) Yeah. To the groom! I toast to the groom. I toast to the bride from your sister. There we go. And then go into an actual speech.
4: (laughs)
2: Oh, boy. Yeah, my dad did that at my wedding. He definitely said to the groom, to the bride. And I was like, oh, don't sing. (laughs) Just like. And and I couldn't see Connie. I couldn't make eye contact. So I was like, Wait, "Please, please, please!" <laughs> like, half, he have thankfully, my back. did not. Just so. <laughs> like have my back. Please don't don't let this happen. But was I
3: supposed to tackle your dad if he did? Because
2: I wasn't prepared for that. Just so you know, I think, I don't know. I think you could have been like a really loud, awkward laugh and been like, <laughs> and then just like would it kill the moment. Let it kill gotcha. the moment, didn't kill the moment. That in advance. So you know, yeah, that's fair. But I mean, like, I think that's what's beautiful about the show is that it has managed to, like, manifest in other moments in everyone's life when it comes up. And I think that that's what I'm always going to be grateful for, even though I did not get, um, I, I, we did not become engaged in hawk Hawkin, which I am very thankful for.
1: God bless.
0: <laughs> Small victories take the wins when you get them.
1: <laughs> Fair. Right, right.
2: So, yeah. So
0: going to what happened a week, and that basically let's let's kind of wrap things up with the ending of this show and the tears that inevitably happen. True. True. It just it wraps it up so beautifully and that it really is just cuts to the core of what it is with the show and once again just hearing that number one more time makes me all the more irritated by people trying to make like discourse happen of like the whole point of the show isn't of whether it's historically accurate or not it's about how history is remembered so it's less about like what actually happens and more in like perception and what carries on you know
3: and like whose story gets told and who and tells it that, gets told. I mean, obviously who tells that story and, and, and how many, I mean, also like the people whose story gets told, like how many times, like it's a thing conversation we're having now with like a lot of stories where it's like, y'all are remaking that again. It's the fifth time. Um, and it's like, you know, someone new.
4: Is were you talking about A Star told. Is Born?
3: <laughs> I wasn't, but sure. You could put that up there. Uh, that's on the list. Of things and so, um, you know, like people have heard Washington's story and Jefferson's story and Madison, and like I mean, whether you remember the details of them or not, because I certainly Madison, couldn't tell you anything, but their stories have been like, like told at Dolly nauseum. Madison
0: stories, actually, interesting <laughs> that support that one, but yeah, we don't need to hear more. Like
3: and that. so, like, Hamilton's is a story that not a lot of people knew or cared about or like had any context for and so it's like we're just telling a new story and celebrating the person who told it who is the t- titular character it's the titular role <laughs> not
0: to go all ladybird on the situation but. <laughs>
3: but like it's true it's like it's called Hamilton and obviously it's about Alexander but the only actual hero of the story is Eliza because she's the one who's telling this who told his story and like helped others She also helped tell other people's story. They were terrible people, but, you know, she was a white lady in the 1800s.
2: She was not a Filipina, so... (laughs) Exactly!
3: (laughs) Again, I can see the difference between real life and fiction!
1: You mean that america America wasn't founded by by diverse diverse people People who could rap (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i've been
3: told a lie crazy i I, I hate to break it to you now but um you know you could just go like even wikipedia is a great starting point if you go to the footnotes you can see like all the original sourcing that they got from and then you could go there you know like those are some um good starting point resources for you
2: god forbid though god forbid they do that yeah the Googles. The Googles. I keep you out of trouble every time.
3: It's like, I'm so sorry that teen, white teen girls are like making weird Hamilton memes and weird Hamilton fan fiction. But like, Oof, they why? need better education. <laughs> like Schools just need to do better. Wait, so that when I, they're I making these things, they that? have I'm the context that they need.
1: Most, Most important- importantly, schools need to
4: okay, do better. Okay, so
0: I saw a cursed tweet come across my timeline last week. Um, that yeah. I I hate to bring it into the universe, but I know you'll have funny commentary on it. because um, you know it's been the joke of like every day I think the Lord that um, Hamilton happened after Glee ended. but someone's like, Glee may be done, but Riverdale is still on the air. Okay. And I was just like, no, no <laughs> just, just do just not, just no, do
1: not, no, mm-hmm. no, no. No. to be, to be fair, fair though that's like that's the like biggest thing that, that people have a problem, problem with, with with Riverdale is like God, is God we're doing another freaking musical number, number? I don't yeah. care like I don't, don't care, care. I don't and there are there are people who will literally fully skip the one musical like full musical, full musical episode a season specifically, specifically because the they don't want they don't like it at all and I have very often tweeted about my dislike. For Riverdale, for Riverdale musical numbers, numbers I'm like okay, okay I'm, bored. I'm bored I didn't I sign up for, up for this if I wanted, if I wanted this I would have watched Glee all over again, again and I don't have, have the heart, heart to do that, that so please so... please stop I'm currently doing that right now so it's fine oh, wow. <laughs> oh I don't have that kind of emotional <laughs> capacity so, a
2: masochist. I, I don't at all uh, by by any stretch of the words have the emotional capacity for it because I definitely got to the power of Madonna episode where Naya has her first feature vocal earlier and was like a puddle um however um i think that that's like why that show worked you know because as it was very aware how corny it was
4: right right
1: whereas riverdale Riverdale, they're they're like like, they're just like like throwing throwing in like slapdash musical numbers numbers, and i'm like no one asked 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 for this (laughs) this. like you got no (laughs) one wants it it.
4: please Please, for the love love of god
2: God, stop like Glee totally made fun of it. They got John Stamos to sing Afternoon Delight. Like, they were very much aware that, like, oh, this is kitsch, like, at its, like...
1: Oh, they were going for full time. camp, like, like, 90% of the time.
2: And I think that that's why it works, but even as, like, and I get that, like, the, the thought of a Hamilton, like, some... I, I've seen the tweets, I, I think there was another one from, like, last year where someone broke down the entire ep- Hamilton episode would look like, and I was like, ha, 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 no. Like, I'm so glad. <laughs> like, no. But,
1: like, ha- no. Ha- I mean, Riverdale, Riverdale isn't stupid enough, stupid enough to do Hamilton.
2: Hamilton.
0: I mean, it also, it also
1: wouldn't, wouldn't fit. fit.
0: All, uh, all, also, into, like, fortunately, Hamilton's too expensive, and now that Disney owns it, it's <laughs> <untouchable>. <laughs> So I mean, yeah,
1: I mean like, the last one, like, also, there, also there, they're you know, Riverdale's, you know, Riverdale's trying, trying to be, like, gritty and whatever, and whatever they've so they've done, like, like, Heathers and Hedwig, Hedwig, and, you know, they're, you know, they're trying, trying to, like, like, be, like more... be, like, the more... I
3: think they would have done it by now.
1: Right, right but I don't think they... But it wouldn't have made sense for them to do it, you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't have fit the aesthetic of the show. Which, which whatever. whatever that is with at, at all
2: and yeah, they'll find a way to put satisfied in there which that would I'm, and I remember that from the thread of someone like spelling out the entire Glee episode they were like and Amber P. Riley would murder satisfied I'm like which, absolutely I, I
0: that's well, valid yeah, for sure. and I would still be okay if she ever got casted at some point but yeah I, I definitely speaking of like just the, like, celebrity fan casting and stuff. I know we briefly touched on last week of, like, Jordan Fisher submitting. He's like, hey, I could play Burr, too, since, you know, he's played Lawrence and Philip before. But But
3: also he should just play everyone. Like, just give me videos where he just does all of the roles. Like, just sing Snip. I'll take snippets. I mean, I'll want the whole thing, but, like, a snippet of satisfied a snippet of one last time. Like, just give me all of them. But anyway, back to your point.
0: (laughs) No, I, I was just throwing out a little, honestly, just for you, Connie, of just some Jordan Fisher appreciation because, yes.
3: And I hope I delivered because I immediately interrupted you and said, let him do more!
0: I, I teed the shot, and although I know sports analogies isn't the right, this isn't the right forum for that. So, <sighs> it's not.
4: I oh, will. it's not. Yeah, I will sports. say,
2: the only, and it's funny, someone's like, so who's, like, the only non-black or non like uh non-poc that gets to like you would want to see do one of the main roles i'm like honestly if i could have catherine mcphee do burn i'd be the happiest person in the world i i could see it it would be very heartbreaking (laughs) um but she's the only one um that i would like kind of like see within that be able to do it well um but yeah i i don't really have a i think yeah there's
0: some where it's like i don't need you to play it if you could just perform it at a concert that'd be great yeah to hear shoshana bean do burn would be awesome like yeah but Mm. i i don't need you to play it
1: oh Oh, yeah yeah, that's like when you get you know like really fun jeremy Jeremy jordan stuff and you're like like, "Oh." oh I'm okay, I'm okay with you, singing you just singing it didn't you have didn't to, like, have to like be in the be thing, in the thing I really but i really appreciate the, appreciate song. the
2: song yeah it's kind of like what kristen does whenever kristen is whenever she like releases something she's like oh here's here's what i would have done if i'd done it on stage and i'm like great keep it on the that's outside. all we needed like so i
0: think like john mulaney can't exactly sing but if he did play king george
2: i, I feel like it would ooh, ooh, ooh. but it would work he should do it on the sack lunch, the new uh, the the sack lunch. But they're doing another just one because he wouldn't have
3: to. S- I feel like he could pull it off without singing. I just feel like he could. <laughs> like I'm thinking about it, and he's just gonna walk out there and just do it as a comedy set. <laughs> you
4: say really great. <laughs> the, the
3: price, price of everyone. My- everyone, <laughs> come along. La da 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 da
2: John Everybody. Adams. Everybody. Yeah. John Adams. I haven't heard of that name. Be like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> <Good luck. laughs> I've watched way too much Big Mouth and know how to do his voice <laughs> so well. It's very sad.
0: Completely sidetracking here. The random TikTok kid that did the ezekiel like fake bible passage from pulp fiction and that samuel L. jackson does but in mulaney voice yes it was <laughs> chef's kiss
2: it was beautiful i saw that i was like oh oh, oh wow you're,
0: you're going places kid
2: yes <laughs> put him on the next season of Zack lunch bunch like let's just put him in the next one mm-hmm but Mm.
0: i i kind of love that we've done rabbit trail specifically to avoid like the feels of talking about eliza in the final like the final number because i think we're just kind of like putting it off and like the gasp at the end which i know everyone's been like talking about but it's just so beautiful
1: that it is so beautiful eliza she's great y'all
0: and i know like you can just keep like uh, as far as you can go on and on uh, uh, as far as just like what an interesting character she is of just that I appreciate showing a like quote-unquote like softer character but that she still has like such fortitude and strength that like just the enduring spirit that I know I think Connie you've made like Leia comparisons before but it's Mm-hmm. an archetype that it is just like super fascinating and just it's inspiring as far as from my personal standpoint I like the characters that I draw to generally do inspire me as far as like to be a better person and to like take stuff from them to like improve myself or like recognize that in myself and so um that's why like Eliza is so great but
3: yeah, I um, wrote, wrote a thing five years ago uh, when Hamilton came out cause I hadn't seen it yet and I was still like, I'm gonna write an essay about Eliza Hamilton. And um, basically like how she's the hero of the show and everything and the thing about Eliza and like even characters like Leia is that like my grandmother is that character. Like she's someone who's suffered like so much loss and like betrayal and has like lived such a long life um, and sort of just like, is the, the matriarch of my family and all that stuff. So it's like, I was looking at Eliza, like, wow, this is literally my grandmother, <laughs> like the way that she lives, you know, like, is this like quiet force and, you know, has deal- dealt with people betraying her and, you know, family loss and all this stuff. And it's just like, Eliza, <laughs> the orphanage. <laughs>
1: I can't tell if you're laughing or crying, and that's kind of the point <laughs> of...
3: It's both.
1: And <laughs> I just like I think, I think like, like the, gasp the gasp is, like, the perfect thing, thing to end it on.
2: It's... Unless, and I think that that's, like, what's funny is, uh... Or my sister texted me, and she's like, uh, okay, so we've listened to the soundtrack, uh, nice a nice heads up would have been, like, the gasp at the end. It's <laughs> like, why would I ever... Tell someone that. Like, it, I I remember, like, g- grabbing my, uh, at the time, boyfriend's hand, like, oh, crap. Like, that would, and, like I, gasp, like, I gasped, and I, like, held my chest, and was like, oh, these are emotions that I, like, excuse me, like, how very dare... Like, I'm sitting here like, oh, it's going to end, and it's going to be very beautiful, and it's the last note, and I've listened to the whole thing before. And then she gasped, and I was like, oh, no.
1: (laughs) And I like that it's it's very ambiguous. They don't don't ever tell you what it's supposed to to mean. mean. Oh, yeah. And I I love that.
2: I love that people have been trying to guess. But I think think it's important important for them to them to, to, like...
1: not have given a definitive answer, answer
3: because Lynn gave one definitive answer he said this is not ha- Lin me showing Eliza the show because I am not always playing Hamilton so I like unless like Javier Munoz is playing me it just breaks down <laughs> I love that he was just like so all of your theories are lovely this one
1: no no <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: well, well you know what i'm but that's you know different it's <laughs> <laughs> not the same, same thing it's you know i just love that it's open, that it's open to everyone's, everyone's interpretation. interpretation yeah which, which, I, which I like but, but so, i think there's no, there's no open, open for interpretation on how much we all love it, it. that is true correct yes
3: it's I great mean, it's it's if if the thousands and upon thousands of tweets that I've written about Hamilton in the last five years weren't enough
4: I we, think we still love three, it. And three
3: th- Hamilton s- podcasts in a week i do it <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine
0: and super thankful that like the accessibility as far as that it is on Disney plus now that we can just revisit it whenever and so that's exactly. amazing and so um i think that concludes our hamilton chat as far as between both episodes we're only about an hour longer than the show itself of how we've talked about it but oh, it's fine not
3: true the other one is like act oh the other one our, our, our is two act, hours. our
0: act one episode was two and a half hours long
3: okay
0: well <laughs> like we were, we were almost the whole the
1: show, the show with act one
0: okay. okay. okay we brought up the starting notes 45 minutes into the show but yeah so not great great. which was great um but thank you Connie and Kayla for coming on it was lovely and we'll have to have you back on at another point um is there anything either of y'all want to promote or
3: um I would like to promote the end of fireworks because Yep, there oh my god there it is it's july 15th that, that was 15. the most amazing timing i've ever heard in my <laughs> okay, life was, oh my yeah, god I, paused, I muted myself and it was still going and i was just <laughs> like well let me just see if it oh there it is yep um but you can find me yelling about fireworks uh two weeks after fourth of july over on Constar 24 on twitter and
2: most places online uh, oh, wow, <laughs> that, I'm going to ride the high of that being perfect, um, <laughs> perfectly timed, so uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Maria underscore Hisella, except for on Twitter, it's a double underscore in between Maria and Hicella. Um and I'll have some pieces coming out on AV Club reviewing some shows soon, so be on the lookout for that.
0: Yay! and once again um you can follow us on at once upon a stream on twitter and instagram thanks again so much for listening um we have some fun episodes coming up um but thanks again and y'all have a great well i guess it's not evening depending on when you listen to this but what is (laughs) what is time in in 2020 There is time is fluid exactly y'all take care all right bye bye